This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Hey, uh, we're starting our summer series, and um, as you already know at Mosaic Church, this is not a one-man show, and so it's not all, uh, I'm, not the, I'm not the only one that's gifted uh, we believe that God has in, gifted all of you. All of you are, have been given gifts, uh, same Holy Spirit, different gifts. And so from time to time, we're going to call on you to exercise those gifts during service like Deanna did. Uh, maybe some of you pray for each other during the service. Uh, uh, it just, it just, it's wonderful when you, um, the church is exercising all its muscles, its, its gifts. So uh, we're, we're uh, starting a summer series using uh, people from our church, mostly our elders, and uh, we really wanted to just reiterate what our church core values are. And so a core value is, uh, these are not aspirational, but sometimes they can be, but we prefer values are things that we actually do, uh, that uh, are actions. So uh, we have core values for our church. You can I think they're on our website, but you can always look them up, but it's love God. Uh, we believe in community, diversity, truth, authenticity, uh, faithful, and then uh, led by the Spirit. And uh, week after week, we'll be sharing on, on one of those topics. And this week is love God. And so our very own uh, Ross Kozlowski is going to come and share from, the, uh, from his heart to us, and I pray that you'd be receptive and um, Ross made a mistake and tried to act like he was 26 and act like he could um, throw, who could throw a 60-pound bag of sand further, him or my son Micah. And so uh, he's paying for it today, uh, Ross's, his ego and his back. So, uh, but I would like for us to give, and actually um, Deanna, I believe, has forbidden him from uh, trying to act like he's 26 uh, because he comes home uh, Beaten up. <laughs> and so now, you know, so anyway, you know what's going on. Hey, but Ross, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about Ross. Uh, the first day he arrived, I felt like we just uh, connected. He was part of a campus ministry, not Chi Alpha, but similar nav, uh, navigators on campus. And there's just something about people who are in campus ministry uh, that come to Mosaic Church. It's like an easy, easy fit. And uh, it was uh, Ross probably, if not every day, at least every other day, calls me, and I appreciate that. He's always checking on me. He's always telling me, Pastor Mario, have you had uh, your day off? And then as an elder, then he'd put his elders hat in and then make sure I have some time off. He genuinely cares for me and my family, and it means so much. And so it is an honor to have Ross come and share the word. Let's give him a nice hand again. I won't screw it up, like you said, Pastor. <laughs> um, I could play with your phone, but I'll choose not to. <laughs> um, like Pastor said, um, we had some good time yesterday. Um, I did wake up with extreme pain in my shoulder. Didn't really know what it was, but it kind of find out it was the sandbag toss. And if I'm sweating, it's probably because of the icy hot that I decided to put on before. <laughs> So it's not the lights, it's because it's still uh, <laughs> heat and cooling as we speak. So, uh, <laughs> so bear, bear with me. Um, 
also just want to, uh, if you don't know, um, I'm a teacher. Um, the great thing about teaching is that uh, you get opportunity to speak a lot. But what's great about my job as a teacher, I'm a PE teacher. So if I'm really bad at my job, it really doesn't matter because it's just PE. <laughs> so um, well, with that being said, I'm going to kind of break down uh, this topic and try to give somewhat step by step, so just as a teacher would, but if it's bad, I can still keep my day job because I'm just a PE teacher. And so um, I just want to open a prayer um, and just get started. So Father, we thank you that you are good, that you're perfect in your ways, and Father, just as you get the opportunity to share your word, that the Lord would you speak, the Lord, I, and I already feel my, my mind just, just wandering um, and ask, Lord, what is spoken that it's from you that would pierce hearts and it would challenge um, those who need to be challenged and encourage those who need to be encouraged, Father. And we just ask this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. So um, I failed to give um, <laughs> the people in the back, Natalie and them, um, some scriptures that would be up on the on the the TV there, but I didn't get to them soon enough. So please, if you got time, pull up your, your, your phone or your Bible. We're going to be in Luke 10.27. Luke 10.27. And um, in this situation, um, a, a person asking or answering Jesus what was the the greatest commandment. Um, and the man answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so I think we all know that that scripture um, and know its, its importance, but it's something for, for myself that I'm like, okay, I need to have, just like in Matthew 6, 33, you know, put God first. And it's just a, Scripture that I kind of just, okay, I understand um, that we need to focus on it, but not really break it down. So maybe you've been there, but I took a little extra time uh, to break down some things that kind of I might have overlooked before. And so um, I wanted to understand kind of what it meant. It says, love the Lord God with all your heart. What does heart mean? Um, and some words that they gave, I guess, uh, uh, sentiments of what their heart is, is feelings and, and thoughts. And so last night I was just trying to, you know, meditate. Oh God, what does this mean? How does this look? How does this play out? Um, so I began to, to think about Diana and how, how our relationship began um, overseas and um, kind of went like this. I, I, I walk in, and she, actually she walks in. I see her, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, she seems neat and nice. And then my mind begins to, to wander. You know, oh, what this, who's this, who could be this? And I think that's the same thing in, in relationships, that when you hear somebody's name or you see them from a distance, your mind begins to wonder, and that's like the first step in that relationship. Here, 
as I'm trying to uh, focus on is that with our relationship with God, we got to begin with our thoughts towards him. And what I mean by that is that I got to start asking questions. I got to ask, what is he like? What does he do? And then as I begin to think about him, just as I wandered about Deanna, and then I got to know her, my thoughts were towards her, and then my feelings begin to grow. And so in the aspect of loving God, how do we love God? We, we begin to think about him, begin to read about his word. And then from our mind, our hearts and our feelings begin to change to him because we get to, to know them, know who he is. And there we go from, from the heart. It says, love the Lord God with all your, your soul. Um, and the soul here um, says re- referring to the, to the spirit. And so, like my relationship with Diana, it grew and grew, and my feelings grew to the point where I wanted to know her in a more committed way. And so, I said, Diana, would you, well, actually was a lot more forward and very stri- straightforward on a lot of things. We basically jumped right into proposal. And so... It's not necessarily the normal way to do things, but that's the way it was for us. But what I'm trying to say is when I had all my feelings and all my thoughts and prayed about it, I knew I wanted to go deeper with her. And so I said, would you be in a committed relationship? Will you marry me? And so in that same understanding is that that's what it is with our relationship with God. We begin to know who he is begin to feel him and say, God, I want you to be in my life. I want you to have, I want to have a relationship with you. And so in that committed relationship, just as Dion and I got married, we become one. The same thing with, with, with God is now we become one because of that relationship with Jesus. And he's the one that connects us to the Godhead. And so from love God with all your heart, soul, now we're to our strength. And the strength here is referring to ability, okay? And if you're in a, a relationship, a marriage, we all know that have all those feelings and then you're committed and then the work starts. And so same thing with our relationship with God. It doesn't end. I'm just thinking about him or just feeling about him or just the committed aspects. I have to, to work that relationship. I have to spend time um, giving more of myself to him. And that's one thing that where I think we're all at in, in marriage, especially for Dion and I, I feel like as we coming up on nine years is that it gets harder and deeper, but even more beautiful. And so we want to make sure that we are not just coasting or not just knowing about our relationship. I need to work for it. And the same thing with God. I need to work for it. And that as, as God in this committed relationship, um, it's beautiful because the Holy Spirit comes in. And there are, are times when absolutely my weak and my flesh 
Uh, my, sorry, my flesh is weak, and praise God, I got the relationship, and the Holy Spirit's there. He's able to carry me. He's able to be my, my teammate, just like Deanna is in a situation. There's moments where, man, I, I have more patience, and there's moments when I don't, and then Deanna does. And so we work as a, a team, kind of like the Holy Spirit, is that there's times in our walk with Jesus where we were younger, we asked for the Holy Spirit for help all along the way. But then we graduate in that area, so to speak. And then we get to a next step where God's trying to teach us, hey, I wanna, I wanna take you deeper. I, wanna, I want you to trust me in this area. And that's when, especially when you ask the Holy Spirit to give us the strength, to give us the ability not to rely on our own strength, but to rely on the Holy Spirit, to, to go uh, more intimately with, with, with God. And then from there, we got um, the mind, in which I originally thought, well, that's going to mess up my message because I just talked about feelings and thoughts at the beginning. So why is the word mind in this, uh, at the end of this part of the scripture? Uh, but the mind is, is t- talking about here is deep thought or, or meditating. And as I mentioned a little bit before about God taking us and graduating from one stop to the next, is that this deep thought is kind of similar when Deanna and I are, are, are bumping heads or we're not at peace with one another. And we have to go deeper on why did I respond that way or why did she respond that way? And God, why, why can't I forgive this person like I'm supposed to? Oh God, why, why am I struggling in this area? It's, it's because... I need to go deeper. And thank God for the Holy Spirit who, who is God and able to, to break down and help us through that process. And so when it says, love the Lord the God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, it, it, it's a process. It, it, it's, we're not, and I'm not there yet, Lord, and pray that every day I love him more and more each day. But the end goal is to love him um, the way he loves loves me. Um, I don't know I don't have as much time, um, but I'm going to probably go into a little bit of other, other things that kind of God was um, speaking to me about how to love love God. Um, and, and Jesus says... Um, who are the people that, that, that love him? It's like, God, who, who do you say, what do I do that shows you that I love you? Um, it says here in John 14, 21, Jesus was in the upper room on the, in the Last Supper. And he says here, it says, whoever has my commands and keeps, the, keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will love by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. And so, how do I how do I love you, Jesus? Is by keeping your commands. Um, I know we all know the Ten Commandments, and we have to follow those as well. But it's interesting in the context of what he is speaking about. That was in John fourteen, and a chapter before that, Jesus says. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. 
And so if I love God with all my heart, all my soul, with all my strength, with all my mind, I must love you. We must love one another as he has loved us. And so that is a hard, hard task, um, especially um, for me being in, in, in a teaching profession. It's like, man, I got kindergarten all the way to fifth, and I deal with my own three, about to have four, and it's hard. It's hard to love people the way the Father loves us. And as I was mentioning before, uh, that thank God we have the Holy Spirit because it's nearly impossible to love the way the Father loves if we don't have him in our lives. And so I want to encourage you that the greatest commandment is one of the hardest things to, to, to accomplish or to walk out. But praise the Lord, he made a way that we don't rely on our own ability, our own good works. It's this com- committed relationship with, with God that we can lean on him um, to love him better. Um, and so I uh, had another thought um, about just about Jesus. How, how did Jesus love? Um, and I was reminded of, of Mark 10:45. It says, "For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for, for many. And so, gone from aspect of what's considered loving, loving God is with all our, our being. And then we've got a new command to love as, love others as he loves us. And how do we love others? Just as Christ did, as we serve one another. And how do we, how do we serve? How did Jesus serve? Um, he, he spent time. He, he healed the sick. He, he, was, he prayed, he rebuked, he corrected, he showed kindness to everybody he came and encounter with. Um, and let's just be honest, that that's, that's not what's really seen on TV. That's not really what's even, sadly, in the church always represented. Um, but thank God that he's the one that that completes that good work in us, that we will be able to walk it out in him as we abide in him. Um, I'm gonna try to wrap this up. Um, Hopefully I haven't left you all in the clouds. Hopefully I'm kind of getting close to landing and it makes somewhat of some sense. Again, I was a PE teacher. They get figured out at the end. So um, what's interesting about the greatest commandment um, Jesus leaves that part about loving, loving others, loving your neighbor. Uh, it's after all your mind. It says, "Love your neighbor as yourself." And something that I've kind of chewed on over the years is why is that right next to it? Why is it in the place that it that it is? And as as Pastor Mario mentioned, and I, I'm reminded 
with my, from my wife is that I, I, I tend to, to call people and check in on and love on them. And, and it's almost to a fault. Um, and so I, I feel like I, I, I love my neighbor well. But I'll say this is that I can't truly love my neighbor well even though I might have all the strength and ability and desire, I cannot love my neighbor as myself if I don't have the first thing in first place because it says that out of the aspect of loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and mind, that is from, the, from that revelation, I know how God loves me. If I don't understand how God loves me, I can no longer fully love somebody as myself. And so I'm missing the mark. I could call Pastor Mario. I can talk to my wife. I can, I can do all the check-ins. I can, hey, how, how are you doing? How can I pray for you? I can do all those things. But I'll be missing the mark if I don't have God in the first place. And so I want to encourage you is that we're not in it alone. Praise God that that Jesus came and that the beautiful thing about as I was reading is in the upper room, I think it starts in I think John John 13 I believe about washing the disciples feet all the way to 17. It's It's just Jesus just basically saying his goodbyes and What's really beautiful, he talks about this command, love as I have loved you. And then he goes in and says, I'm leaving, but I leave you with the Holy Spirit. He says, basically, I give you an impossible task. I give you all these things that, I, that, I, that I've commanded you to do, but be encouraged because I'm sending the helper. I'm sending the, the one that, that, that has the ability to to overcome your flesh. And so to say that is, it's a tall order to, to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength and all your mind. But praise God that, that he sent his son and that we have the Holy Spirit to walk this thing out in life. And so I uh, hope you feel challenged, encouraged. If there's curiosity of how all these things came back because I know my thoughts were elsewhere. I, I hope that you ask those questions, God, how do I love you better? And that he meets you there um, in that place. And so I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Russ. Let's pray again. Lord, we ask that you would just challenge us by your Holy Spirit, Lord, to love you first. And Lord, and as the fruit of that, Lord, that we would love uh, those around us. Lord, I pray, God, that you would help us not to rely in, in our own, as Ross was saying, our own natural abilities. But Lord, help us to live out supernaturally that agape love that you called us to live out. And we say thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, um. Thank you, Ross, and um, may the Lord be with you. He is risen. God bless you. Don't forget, say hello to everyone. We want to thank you for listening. 
We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.